welcome back to our channel. Welcome back to our channel. I'm so grateful that you guys are here <laughs> on our YouTube. I'm not right. even gonna lie, I did just look at my screen. I was like, wait, where am I supposed to look? Where are the captions? Am I supposed to be reading off of something? Oh, that's funny. I'm like looking for signs. No. Right, no, we're unscripted. Unlike this TV show. <laughs> Unlike this TV show is correct. Well, welcome back to week two, episode two of this um, of this I don't know reemergence of the Black Chillerettes, uh, oh, yeah. which is still wild to me that we are back here again doing this. <laughs> we are. We can't get enough. We are. Yeah, we can't. Which honestly, this season hasn't been like making me want to claw my eyes out yet so it that's happens. i mean there, there there was we'll get into this episode so there was some things that happened that i was like honestly honestly i can't i'm actually uh, <laughs> really interested in your thoughts because there was some stuff where i was like "Ooh, i know victoria's real and there are missed opportunities all over the place Ooh, now i'm wondering what what was i reeling about i don't know um uh, <laughs> we'll see but yeah let's um get into it i mean unless there's something else that you want to say start us off no i can't think of absolutely anything i would like more than to discuss this episode absolutely absolutely well yeah so we are in week two we started out with um entirely too many men because um but like reasonably so right i'm sure yeah everyone in bachelor nation is like Oh, it's too many men. I can't keep up. And it's like, well, nigga, of course they doubled the amount because they're too right. It's two of them. They're trying to instead of making them feel like they have to share a pool of men, give them enough yeah. that there isn't going to be overlap, even though that's literally irrational. There's going to be overlap. Yeah. But this yeah. is a show that likes to press for monogamy over non-monogamy, so <gasps> they have to structure. Oh no! It. What Wait. Did I press record? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I got so nervous. I was like, I did the whole countdown, but did I actually press anything? But no, my timer's going. We're good. We're good. We're clear. You know I'm out of practice. Okay, so. It's all good. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Okay, um, resume. Pretend like that didn't happen, everyone. Moving <laughs> on. Nothing to see. Nothing to see. Um, I was just saying. This show wants to press for monogamy so bad that it's just going mm-hmm. to try and double the show rather than yeah. reformat or restructure or reframe the way the show can be looked at or thought of. So yeah. of course we have too many men and of course we're going to open in on some mountain rain. I'm trying to figure out what part of LA they're in. Like I'm wondering if they're up towards like Calabasas, Glendale, like where is that yeah. specific mansion or if they're further down south. Uh, because that rain, first of all, why you got me in the mountains? The altitude's crazy. My ears is probably having to adjust. My air, my right. windpipe's working differently. It gets so fucking cold at night. And now mm-hmm. there's like a torrential downpour. No, I don't like it. Um, yeah, no. No, thank you. We, we get our cute little forced tribunal once again. I keep saying tribunal. Yeah. Maybe I should start watching Survivor, but... Um, Tribunal, yeah. 
Yeah, we get our forced Gabby and Rachel tribunal where they're talking about essentially very forced, yeah. Wet six pack abs. How do we what? get these guys out of their clothes? How do we get right? How do we get to our objectifying the men date, even though like that's not their idea? You it's know, not like, their idea. You know, like they don't want to so, have this conversation, and you can see it all they over don't. their faces. Like this is so absolutely. With the the producers are over here, uh, like. Oh man, let's talk about how bad you guys wanted to like have a pool party so you could see the guys shirtless right. and like, get to know them. And they're like, um, right? Okay, nobody I asked guess. for that. <laughs> but you can, right? And that's why these like forced tribunal moments are so annoying to me because we can tell how disingenuous it is and how they're kind of exactly being coached and led into these mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. because they're not that pressed and it comes up again later in the episode. Um, yeah. when I think, I, I want to say Rachel, we'll get to it later, but Rachel gets to be truthful um, about how she feels in her position. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's annoying. Um, but there's so many it dudes is quite annoying. that, like, after we cut from Rachel and Gabby talking about how can we get these men naked immediately right. in this mm-hmm. rain. Um, but we cut to dudes sleeping outside. I don't believe it were they napping I'm like do you think they were napping they were napping there's they no was, way y'all they have they place. honestly probably weren't even napping they probably were um i'm probably yelling i have this mic so close anyway. <laughs> um but no they were probably just all they had to have like they they had to have beds like they had to have beds you know i this feel is like a they union can't production so even it's if a union production like they aren't aren't like the standards are still there. You, you still so, have to have somewhere for these people to sleep. Right. So the producers are like, oh, Logan, go like pretend like you're sleeping on that bench in your clothing. That's the other thing. I'm like, also, they're in their clothes. Like they're not in like guys sleep shirtless for the most part, as far as I know, you exactly. know, from my experience. Um, you know, it's like they're not wearing clo- a full jacket and jeans to bed. So. Yeah. Oh, not our, why our Zoom call got time left? I don't know. Since when do they do that? For okay. that little interruption. So we left off talking about how these <laughs> niggas have to have a place to sleep legally. However. Oh, yeah, they ha- they must. We do notice, is this, and I want to talk to the, you know, the, the aficionado, the person who is really mm-hmm. the expert in the room, um, you. Is this the first time oh. we've seen people cooking? in a kitchen and eating real food outside like outside of the context of like a date yes i think so because i always ask like and i'm always wondering like what are these people eating how are they eating are they cooking do they have a chef like all the things um and yeah they was in there cooking there was scrambling up eggs there was like protein pancakes i was like "Ooh, are we pulling ideas from love island to make sure people don't think y'all are abusing your contestants and making them stop right right (laughs) that shit was crazy they were like everyone needs to be in the kitchen now they're chefing it up they got mimosas going i am yeah i was like wait what's happening yeah happy to see them getting a good meal in Happy to see that. Exactly. Got to start breakfast, most important meal of the day. But so um, <laughs> speaking of you talking about, like, everybody has to be in the kitchen now. 
So I watched this this episode with Max, and um, mm-hmm. one I do think we need to bring Max home for an episode because man, that boy be having Love that. thoughts about this show. He'd be so invested. Yeah, he would pause and be like, "Wait a minute," and he'd like squint his eyes and then go on a twenty minute rant about like some wow. of the observation he made. So really built for this kind of shit. Okay. <laughs> um, he was pulling out things that I was like, "Dang, I would have never thought of that a day in my life." Um, hmm. But he brought up how suspicious the number of black people they have is. And he noted, he was like, I'm That's wondering. Yeah, it's, it's, this is what he said. He was wondering if they're just cannon fodder. Um, he said, and I quote, I wonder if they're just cannon fodder or if they'll be getting sent back to the plantation with a little bit of yeast spoil, spoiling the whole loaf. He was like, that's a Bible verse that's out of context, but it works. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. wait, I didn't think about that. Because, like, obviously this show is trying to have a handle on diversity. One of the reasons we exist yeah. is because how mm-hmm. shitty they are at it. But yeah. considering, I guess, the uproar that came from Clayton being made, the – is that his name, Clayton? Who, the last Bachelor? Yeah, that other nigga. Yeah. So that's his name. the uproar yeah, yeah. from him being made The Bachelor to people absolutely loving the top four from Michelle's season and really never seeing mm-hmm. any of those guys um, again for real. Like, is there a certain, yeah. and then Matt's season going so terribly, is there a sort of uh, yeah. kind of uh, rewind or regrouping or reframing they have to do with the kind of black bodies they utilized in the space? Which brought me to think, like, oh, if they are being used for cannon fodder, we'll probably see different positions and different roles for the people of color that are on this show this season. And I feel like this episode gave us exactly that. Wondering what your thoughts are on it. Gave us exactly that. Um, I mean, I think it. I think it did in a in good ways and in bad ways I think I think it um I think that I still have to like give it time to figure out how I feel about about these black men on this show um and how they're being represented and presented and portrayed um but you know as we'll get into again like we have another Carl like we have another we have those but then we have like the first one-on-one going to a black man when sure. there's not a black bachelorette. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's like they're, you know, it's very push the and pull. Is, yeah, it's like an ebb and flow. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, yeah. That's something that I was clocking Absolutely. to. Not another Carl. I feel like Chris is, Chris is, Carl wishes that he could be as awful as Chris. Yeah. Carl wishes he could I, be as I awful think, as Chris. I feel like we have to, we just simply have to name this episode Stop Casting Life Coaches. Like, because Wait. it's just not. Is Chris a life coach? His thing on the Bachelorette website says mentality coach. No, <laughs> that's, that's awful. Not mentality coach. Not mentality no. coach. I don't like that. And it's giving you didn't. It's coach. giving you didn't go to school to actually get your your licensed social worker oh, degree, no. Oh, no. but decided that you were gonna just start giving out advice. No LCSW. No nothing. <laughs> no nothing. None of that. 
Oh, geez. Um, and so as we transition out of that, we hear from Tyler, who I do think is someone that we have to kind of pay attention to because he doesn't get a ton of screen time, but he gets just enough yeah. for me to be like, mm, yeah. this guy is going to be around for some time. But his eyes don't emote. Like, he'd be looking really? dead behind I the still eyes. don't. I can't, I cannot really tell. Like, I'm looking at his headshot and I'm like, hmm. Who is this? Sorry to this man. Well, like, to be I really, fair, like, I really feel like he, like, he did not get a ton of screen time at all. So I do feel like yeah, he's he'll being probably edited emerge to later. For, be forgotten until he yeah. can't be forgotten anymore. You know what I right. mean? Right. Exactly. Um, right. But he is 25, I believe. He's from New Jersey. He's mm-hmm. a small business owner. We find out later on in the episode he owns, uh, like, the Carnival basketball games on okay, uh, a boardwalk in Wildwood or something, New Jersey. So um, he's somebody we got to pay attention to. Uh, okay, we'll pay attention to Tyler. But he To Tyler, that's his name. Yeah, he <laughs> says... Um, I forgot already. <laughs> he says that he has no idea what's going to happen, but that's what makes it fun. And I want to like him. I do. <laughs> Oh. But he was saying that, and he just looked, he looked like they woke him up at 1 o'clock in the morning after, like, a 16-hour shoot day and had him say that. He just looked dead behind his yeah. eyes. Yeah, um, I believe that. And that kind of kicks us over to um, the guys all kind of gathered. Everybody, Max, mm-hmm. Max was actually really curious. He was like, do the same three people pick all of their outfits because they're all wearing, like, a variation of the same T-shirt some like either oh, well. Adidas low cut sneakers or Rothy's yeah. with their tight tight yeah. jeans. And actually the only person with like a different vibe is Mario. He is on Birkenstocks. <laughs> LOL, I didn't even notice. I loved I love it. That. Um and yeah, so uh Gabby and Rachel come in. As soon as Gabby comes in mm-hmm. her her mouth gets bleeped out. I don't know what she said, but I guess she was hugging oh. somebody and cussing up a storm immediately. Right, what she said. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I was observing the guys, and it was kind of cool to... Well, not cool. It was interesting mm-hmm. to see, once Max uh, isolated, that they all had very similar outfits, that they all kind of yeah. have the same aesthetic as well. Um, yeah. Kind of like the... You know how the clean girl look is coming back, but everyone's like, it's not the yeah. clean girl look, it's the hot cheeto, mm-hmm. cheeto girl look. It's actually something yeah. that black and brown communities have been doing forever. The dudes mm-hmm. on The Bachelor are doing this too, where they all mm-hmm. have that taper with the fade and the clean edge up mm-hmm. into their like lightly trimmed beard that was super popular for black dudes in the 90s and uh, yeah. in the 80s. But now mm-hmm. everyone has the same look. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, very true. Which I thought was very true. Pretty fascinating. I was like, wait, all the white guys have black and brown guy haircuts and hairstyles. Yeah. Strange. Yep. yep. They be doing that. They do. they do. Which made me appreciate Mario's variation by wearing like sweatpants and his Birkenstocks even more and I think Quincy yeah. was in like his workout leggings and stuff and I was like yeah yeah y'all be the minnows and Nate Nate I feel like is also right. a minnow swimming up the stream it's like yes yeah you know what because they wish they right. could look like you they jockey yo I appreciated that right I appreciated that even in the first episode everyone's in like 
dark colored suits and Mario had on a tan suit yeah. and I was like okay mm-hmm. the tan. And later because in I will episode, say we get like a light blue suit like I do I, I yeah. do talk that yeah 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 I like I like that because I actually remember him sending me his outfit when he found out he was going and it was like a blue I it was I remember I responded it's giving Naperville um that's what I <laughs> that's what I said no. when he sent it to me and I said it's giving Naperville like you know <laughs> go up represent yeah. um so I'm glad that he chose the tan one instead because that one stood out so yeah yeah they come in there and are about to go on this Group date. date. Yeah, so they announced that they're going to do a pageant, which immediately Mm -hmm. I'm just like, huh, the whole reason you kept these 29 men was so that you could get to know the ones that you didn't get the opportunity to check in with last week. Yeah. That's not going to happen on this date. It never does when they do a pageant-style date. It is a waste of time. Um, Right. And it's interesting that at the top of the episode, they open with Gabby and Rachel being forced into this conversation that's centered around Mm -hmm. sexualizing the men. um, Yeah. And also utilizing the guys that this is going to be the kind of date that's going to help them get to know them on a deeper level while holding these red black bags that immediately, Mm -hmm. immediately, we know exactly what's in the bag. It's two bags for 29 men. Right. Exactly. Hello? (laughs) Exactly. Right. Like, we know exactly what's in there. So, yeah, so then they pull out their outfits, which are Speedos. Them one-size-don't-fit-all Speedos. One-size-don't-fit-all. They having to black box out everything. Um, And... Of course, the guys start to hit their push-ups and try to get their pump, you know, all the things. I knew you were going to say that. How did you know I was going to say it? Because I don't don't really – I'm surprised that I remember that, actually. Um, But, yeah, then – they're also stuffing the their speedos. They're oily. Oh yeah, up. someone's stuffing. Like, like, what are we doing? We don't have to. It doesn't have to be this way. ABC. Why no. do we keep doing this? I and why? Right. We are on episode two. I don't need to see no ding along dang dang. I don't need exactly. to see it this soon. I do not. No, if absolutely at, not. If at all, I would argue I don't even need to see it at all. I don't have to be a part of the season. Right. Or like. Or if if I'm seeing it, let it be their choice, you know, of yes. that's the swimsuits that they brought. And they like to wear Speedos when they go to the beach. Okay, go off. Yes, Love that, that for you. It would have been so fun if Gabby and Rachel came in and was like, hey, guys, so we can't have a pool party. We really want to hang out with you and get to know you more. Wondering if you guys would be willing to go get on your swimsuits and have a mm-hmm. little swimsuit pageant with us. I would even be cooler yeah. with that idea because then it gives the guys the choice of what they're putting right. on their body. Because do you get a exactly. choice? Do you get to say, hey, I'm uncomfortable with the options we've been given. Is there any other way I can participate? Or is the right. assumption that you just have to eat it and be put out on the spot in front of all of these strangers when you've been here for less than 72 hours? Exactly. Exactly. That would be, you know, that would be the correct way to go about it. But as we know, ain't nobody trying to be correct. No, ain't nobody got no interest in doing nothing different. So, um, no. Yeah, they they get started with the pageant. You know, Jesse Palmer comes in and says, "You will get to present your front and your back." Which I was just like, "Why did y'all have to do this? Why?" Right. What? Too cheeked no. up, too cheeked up on a Monday night. We're not. It's not even Tuesday. Mm-mm. 
Um, yeah. And it got me wondering, like, what is the goal here? Is the goal to immediately dehumanize the men? Is it trying to suss out vulnerability amongst them? Is it yeah. to portray Gabby and Rachel as if they're thirsty or in heat? Um, mm-hmm. Especially the way they presented, like, the prize as a private party back at their house. It's like... Right. Are you trying to make it but, sound like an orgy? Not, like an orgy or something? Yeah. No, it's very... They need to really be done with these types of dates. Like, they really need to be done with them. Like, I... I just think we don't need to see these men in Speedos wrestling or modeling, and we don't need to see, like, when it's a bachelor, we don't need to see whatever. I don't even remember what the types the of things bikini, are. But we just, like, yeah. we, can, we can, the bikini thing, like, we can move past that. Let's have bigger Yeah, like, they're, they're, we are going to see these men's abs or not abs if if they make it far enough. Or if not, they're probably on their Instagram. So go look at it there. Um, but we don't need to see all this objectifying of these men on TV because it's just tired it's and I'm tired. over it. And if we're going to move that direction, let's hold space for the nuance that guys get to consent when and yeah. how they show their bodies. Same for those who identify as um, women. Like, or, mm-hmm. you know, like let them have the choice because if that's how yeah. we want to move, fine. Cool. But mm-hmm. give them the like the option to like choose whether or not they participate, and don't give them flack or give them shit for being uncomfortable with it. And on top right. of that, um, yeah, like make room for the nuance that is like having different body types. Make room for right, the nuance exactly. that is like we are sharing a pool of twenty nine men, and like if we're gonna make a weird joke about an orgy, let's talk about like. The idea that we're all kind of sitting in an open relationship with two women right now. We only known y'all yeah. for seventy two to twenty four hours. Like, right? There's so much that gets left to the wayside because people want to just get their clickbait moments um, mm-hmm. for the sake of content, and it's yeah, dumb. But now that that rant Don't is love over, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah we could we could have done without it, but we got a couple little interesting moments from it this day kind of felt like a waste of time to me like no one in my yeah even i'm like ooh, this is important or oh that's so clever like no yeah i think i think the standouts obviously johnny had his moment um uh, like johnny was wearing the the pilot the pilot hat so that was rachel was into that um and then they seem to be into that moment Yes, so that was good. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, we get our first glimpse of Chris, and <sighs> it's tragic and quite wish that I didn't have to see that. Yeah, um, it was strange because, like, you could tell something was off with how they were presenting Chris because they didn't show his name immediately. Mm-hmm. But with every mm-hmm. other guy that went before him, like, Logan came up, and he was like, you know, I'm going to go all out, and... Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Logan did, but I remember it was kind of cute. Um, uh-huh. Then they do all of those montages. Then they have Nate who comes up and has like a cute moment. I think Quincy mm. has the weird full the body one. Thumb, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. thumb on. Like they go through every single guy and they show their names when yeah. they come up. But when Chris came up, they mm-hmm. didn't do that. Um, mm. But then he gets into this 
basketball theater rhythm <laughs> game. Wait, I forgot about that. I was only thinking about the song. I literally forgot about this. No, basketball he thing. full out did his own. <laughs> get your head in the game. You gotta get. Yeah. Get your head in what? The game, stomp and clap. And also, what? So many of the men in that room didn't have rhythm. It was just. Right. It was just. And also, like, why that? Like, it's also like nothing about that was impressive. Like, you're bouncing a ball and stomping your feet. And he's like, saying, Oh, but music and rhythm is so important to me. And it's like, Okay. No, like, no, we didn't need that. And then he starts singing, and it's like so uncomfortable. And Gabby's making her uncomfortable face that everyone loves to see. Yeah. Um, she, she, is she is growing on me? I mean, they, they're both growing on me because I didn't watch that. Neither of us watched last season, so we have no context, context for them. But um, sure. but they are growing on me, and I do appreciate Gabby's reactions and her facial expressions. Um, yeah. but yeah, just nobody's into what Chris is giving out, and, and I think it I immediately agree. like it reminded me of earlier when Max was like, yo, like, there are so many black dudes here who's getting sent home to the plantation first. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Chris, immediate, as soon as he comes up, they don't give us his mm-hmm. name. They make mm-hmm. him into a joke. He starts literally mm-hmm. shucking and jiving. He's the minstrel. Yeah. He's the minstrel for this yeah. episode. Yeah. And I was Absolutely. like, whoa, no, it's so obvious. And like, in the worst... Yeah way and whatever the producers are telling bro in his ear unless he came with the intent to be a kook he's eating that shit up yeah it's giving what's his name um what's that kevin samuels is that his name oh r.i.p because he's dead r.i.p but um he is dead but he was indeed a (laughs) kook Yeah, but it's giving, it's giving that. It's giving, he subscribes to his podcast, listens to everything that he says. He, and now we know Actually, that's that how he became, what is he, a mentality a men- coach? A mental mentality coach. He was inspired by, by Kevin, Kevin Samuels. Um, and he is the one, which we find out later, because you were asking last week, who referred to them as females. It was Chris. It all. <laughs> It was Chris. To To their face. To their face, too. Choke myself. I wanted to choke myself. And so we've got got Chris creating that fodder for the audience to not care for him. Mm -hmm. And it's being structured Mm -hmm. very easily by the producers who, um, because there's no one at home that's melting over this moment. You know, there's no one at home going, oh, this guy is so clever. Even though, like, it was the most outside of meatball pouring meat sauce all over him. It was the Oof, most like yeah. different. Like he thought of something. Thing. Like he to thought do. of something yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, the girls are like, "Ah, oh, but Johnny said that he was going to kiss both of us," as if they're not internally screaming that they have to share. Yeah. They're not about to be fighting over dudes. Um, right. And trying to make yeah. it seem like they're not trying to fight over dudes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's strange that we have this guy who is portraying himself to being an alpha male, building their, yeah. like, the girls their own personal high school musical moment. It almost felt mm-hmm. like he was a plant. 
Yeah. It was so, so strange. Um, it was just so cringe for me. Especially because when they did that whole tone deaf thing where he was talking about, you, this is my thing. But I'm about to share a quote from Mike Tyson. I don't know how people feel about okay. Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay. I know it's a strong choice, but I feel like he's on a path mm-hmm. to, to he, he'd be saying some to Mike Tyson? shit every now and then. And okay. Okay. No, someone's calling me. Oh, I was like, I hear something vibrating. Come on, on, do not disturb. Stop. No. No. Girl, put that on. Do not disturb. I'm trying, so I'm but amazing. my like, it's so fast. Is on. That was 40 minutes in. Uh, let me write that down. This is going so well. Interesting. Mine's at 41, so that's so interesting that yours is at 40. Oh, no. my I was saying that interruption happened 40 minutes in. I know, but mine was at 41. So I feel like we're a minute off. Oh. Well, mine is at 41, 45. Now. Oh okay. Yeah, okay. I was just clocking forty was being as being around the time. Okay. okay. That it happened. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. But yeah, so Mike Tyson has this quote essentially where he's like, "You don't run around utilizing the terminology that you want to represent yourself and actually have that be the terminology that represents yourself." So a man that runs around saying hmm. he is all powerful actually has no power at all. A person mm-hmm. who runs around calling themselves so incredibly humble has no humility mm-hmm. in their bones. And that was something that I noticed in Chris, where it was just like, yeah, he's running around saying, I'm the alpha male. And it's like, oh, no, actually, yeah. you're so insecure. <laughs> right. Exactly. You yeah. Know, you have no security in yourself where you're standing and you're like, oh, the girls love me. And you actually have never had a personal conversation with either of them. Right. I'm really wondering like what his interviews were like when they were casting him because you know that they had to pick up on that and be like, oh, this man is delusional. Yeah. But like not in a good way. <laughs> so this will be interesting. So we have to cast him. <laughs> we have to. And yeah. let's, pa- let's pair him with our most chaotic, disrespectful producer we have on hand. Right. Exactly. Uh, because you know that producer was in his ear like, bro, you're good. Like the girls love you. Did you see how they yeah. reacted to your entrance? Like, you're safe. Like, if, if anything, Gabby and Rachel told me that they're super interested in you. And he ate that shit yeah. up. Right. And minstreled himself throughout the entire episode. I can't stand Chris. He yeah. made me itch. It, um, exactly. Because, exactly. yeah, it just, I don't like seeing black bodies being made into minstrels. <laughs> Adult. Yeah. Especially when they're willing oh, to play into it. What are we doing? Right. Right. For what? Yeah, because he's trying to get a screen time, but it's the wrong type of screen time. So anyways, we'll get back to Chris later. But, um, we will. We... And I do want to say, Chris has some of the highest follow counts of the contestants this season. Even before really? last night's episode, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because so, he's a mentality coach. I guess. He be Ooh. coaching people's mentality. I don't like um, it. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that's about all Yeah, and then we went into the, the, like, after portion, which I thought 
was weird, right? Yes. Or am I thinking? I think I'm, it was like they were just hanging out and and they were like, oh, this is where you live, right? Am I am I forgetting? I, no, I think you're correct. Am I remembering correctly? Because but I was like, what was the point? What was the point of it? Like, it just seemed very like boring. Well, I think they wanted it to make it look so for that to have been a date that that initial mm-hmm. first pageant portion of the group date, like yeah. For that to have been about getting to know them on a deeper, more intimate level, obviously we got mm-hmm. left out as an audience because they didn't show us shit. <laughs> it was right, exactly. All dumb. Um, and so with this like random cutaway that they're doing to the date and it being, I think it was Avon, Logan, Brandon, Jason, Johnny, and Colin. Of the yeah. 29 guys, that's nobody, bro. I mean, not that yeah. they're nobodies, but... You're yeah. telling me you only want to get to know six of these dudes? Right. Yeah, Those it was so strange. Those are the guys that stood out the most to you? Yeah. Like, I remember watching it and being like, what is happening here? I was <laughs> like, like that's why, such a why? small amount of people. Yeah. And I feel like, like, did they even give out a rose? Um, yes, they do. So, um, as, as their group date is happening, Chris is still uh-huh. getting set up for his demise. Um, yeah. Because as the guys get ready to go out, Chris decides to vocalize that there are some of us who aren't worried about how Gabby and Rachel feel about them. Um, so he's, oh, yeah. he's already like poking the bear with the guys who have been chosen on this date. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're right. you guys should be concerned about y'all sales because the rest of us out here, you know, right. we deserve to be right. on that date, like... but... <laughs> Uh, Yeah, and they're like, you have not spoken to them. Like, you don't know. You don't even know her. Okay, weird-ass niggas. And so then once we get into that group date where it's Mm -hmm. just a weird hang at their house and it's like, this is where they live. They look very cute. They look like they're dressed for two completely different events. Oh, that's funny. Rachel has on like that green, long-sleeved, short, kind of ruched t-shirt dress. And Uh Gabby has on like a chained sleeved um like then strapped uh, cocktail kind of situation mm-hmm. and it's like rachel's giving very much nasty gal uh fashion yeah. fashion nova fit and gabby's giving like uh i don't know nordstrom rack or something not in a yeah. bad way but like interesting right a yeah. more higher upscale kind of nordstrom we'll say nordstrom yeah. we won't say we will take off the rack yeah Nordstrom. Oh, I thought Nordstrom Rack was fancy, no? <laughs> no, Nordstrom Rack is like the the layman's Nordstrom's. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, so that's like the Ross and Nordstrom's? It's definitely nicer than Ross, in my opinion. But yeah, Nordstrom okay. be, it has like the more high-end and then and then you get the like discounted prices, prices at Nordstrom Rack. My bad, Gabby. I was trying to say you look yeah. more Neiman Marcus and like... Sure, Neiman Marcus, Lord and Taylor, My love bad. that for you. Oops. Anyways, they're dressed for two completely dates, different dates, but they look super cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, Rachel and who was that that she was? He kind of is it Jason that she was sitting with? I think it might have been Jason, who high key kind of looks like Matthew Morrison to me. No, mm. you don't see it with the curl. No, he's got to like me, he... the kind of soft, crunchy curls. He had on the no, bomber jacket me, he... with like the white t-shirt and the chain. And I was like, ooh, I got chills. 
They love to find. That was his vibe. No, he's giving more Jesse Palmer to me when I look at his headshot. Wait, but there's literally a Jesse Palmer lookalike on this show. Yeah, that's Jason. Is it Jason? Yes. No. Really? Yes. Yes. I thought that it's was Jason. No, it's Ryan. That was the Jesse Palmer lookalike. Ryan? Yeah. You don't remember Ryan? I think he'd go home this episode, but he was nice. Ryan has oh, Jesse Ryan. Face. Ryan is the Jesse Palmer. Yeah, yeah, Jason, yeah you're right. You're right. Jason, is... I truly think he looks like he was in an episode of Glee playing the younger Matthew Morrison. I have to, I have to, rem- I have to like see him next week because I don't remember him other in context of yeah, the show. That's fair. Um, but you know, he starts talking about his instant connection with. Gabby. That's who he's. So he's talking uh-huh. to Rachel and he's talking about how he had this kind of instant connection with Gabby, which is something I was like, Oh, I do remember this. We have yes. to hold on to this. And um, because I think that Jason, in my opinion, I think Jason's going to go pretty far. Not just mm-hmm. because I may or may not have been living above his apartment for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just because there, it does seem like there's some kind of connection there and right, he's in a. He's in a very specific portion of the previews that we get at the end of every episode. Um, Mm -hmm. But this first moment with Rachel seems to like tank her whole night because he's upfront and transparent with her that he's kind of interested in someone else, which I'm like, Gabby, yeah. Girl, this is kind of the point. Like, yeah. I know they had to say yeah. something about this to you. I'm not saying that it's going to feel any any better with a guy trying right. to get down to your right. face. But yeah. it seems to, like, that energy poured into every interaction she had going forward. It did, yeah. You know. It did. Um, Johnny comes in, and he has, like, a little cute connection with Gabby. But um, Rachel continues to get this edit where she seems uncomfortable with the process and thereby seems to mm-hmm. be disengaging with the men. Um, yeah there's this expectation I guess that like this individualized experience which it's not it's a joint duo experience but that she's expecting this individualized experience where every guy is going to be immediately interested in her just because she Mm -hmm. feels like she's interested in them which blows like I know that feels like so sucky but then you have these guys talking Mm -hmm. about like oh, like, I loved Harry Potter, or I've been to, like, 44, no, 14, uh, wait. Somebody oh, was like, yeah. I've been all, to All but 14 or something. Yeah, 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 Brandon, I think, was saying and that. And she's yeah, just yeah. like, ah. And I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. like, engage yeah, they, in the conversation. I get it. You want to be pursued, but yeah. how am I pursue you if you can't, you can't say more than yes? Um, right, mm-hmm. right. Cool. Yeah, I mean that also could have been her edit, but That's yeah, I I mean they definitely did they definitely did make it seem like she was yeah not into it up until Mr. Logan came along. That's and, exactly, and I feel like yeah. that is an edit thing. I feel like they've been doing that to Rachel oh, absolutely. since day one, where they're trying to make her seem like oh, like, this isn't for me. Like, no, everyone's not thinking about me, and it's like I don't think that's actually her yeah. energy, but that's how y'all are making it look. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Logan comes in, as you said, and he mm-hmm. is um, 
talking about how brave Rachel is for putting herself out there. Which, <laughs> which I was like, I mean, sure, but like you just really, it's like the most generic compliment it's so that you can give. I was like, you don't know her. Like, you don't know. I mean, like, maybe you watch the season, but I'm like, this is like. I feel like. If anything, if anything, her going on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if anything, her going on the show is like, I wouldn't say brave. I would say it's like, oh, she's like, you know, like, just, I don't know what adjective I would use, but I wouldn't. She's open. Yeah, she's ready to to give it another try. She's, you know, not she hasn't been like knocked down. She's not saying there all this stuff. But it's like for you to be talking about you're so brave and you, you know, fell in love and then you got dumped on TV and then you came back out for giving another chance. So I was able to put on a speedo. Like, huh? I had, <laughs> like, I had huh? to do it because you were so brave by being on this yeah. reality dating competition that's paying you I money like, to be here. I was like, just talk like a normal person. Like, don't come up here with these little contrived. Which blah, is annoying because like, I like Logan. Like his outfit is fire. He got on that like loose, mm-hmm. kind of slateish blue gray sweater with mm-hmm. the chain. Like he's got a look going for him. But when he said that, I was mm-hmm. like, this is so fake. This is so dumb. Yeah. But of course, so Rachel dumb. has to eat it up. Right. And is now swooning. Which means uh-huh. immediately, as soon as they kiss, I think they kiss. Yes. Yeah, they do kiss. Um, yeah. And it looks like it's a pretty good kiss. I was like, oh, uh-huh. now something has to go wrong. Yeah. Something exactly. has to go wrong. Because um, they go from that to immediately him talking to Gabby. Yes. And it's a pretty similar And also having chemistry. Right. And also having chemistry and then also ending in a kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like... Which, I mean, yeah, it's very much, I know that, like, okay, wow, so many technical difficulties. Okay, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, it, uh, Logan and Gabby also have their moment, and then. Do they get a little kissy-kissy, their banter yeah. is strong, their chemistry is there, um, but Rachel obviously has to be like, well, I want him. Yeah. Now, this is my thing, and I really, I wrote down, I wrote this moment down specifically because I wanted to know your thoughts on this because we were Mm -hmm. talking about how this season could be an opportunity to talk about the different styles of relationships, Mm -hmm. the different styles of them identifying friendships, et cetera, et cetera, Um, what communication styles could look like, all of that Mm -hmm. shit. Logan, in my opinion, is exploring both women. Yeah. He's supposed to. Yeah. Exactly. He's on a season where there are two bachelorettes and he's right. looking to get to know them both. Yeah. That doesn't seem weird to me. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> you know? But now, because of the culture that I think we, like, not I think we live in, because the culture we live in, it being a cisgender, monogamous, patriarchal, um, you know, racist ass, transphobic, mm-hmm. you know, all of the bad thing culture. <laughs> yeah that relies often on those who identify as women being subjugated under the patriarchy, Gabby is immediately doubtful about her feelings based off of the fact that Rachel also has feelings, which I don't think has to be the case, right? No, yeah. I mean, they. I think that she is trying to, you know, honor and, like, hold space for whatever feelings that Rachel has. Um mm-hmm. 
And I guess, yeah, in that she's like withholding her own feelings. But in this process, like, like Rachel's your friend, but also like you have to be looking out for you too because you're trying to find your husband too. So like, I think it's it would have been okay to be like, oh, you know, I also am into Logan and we also kissed and we'll see, like, we'll see if you want to give him me Rose. I'm not about to be upset about it because clearly the guy is yes. great because we both like him. We so both like, like let's him. both, let's, let's you give him, give him your Rose. I might give him the Rose next week. Like, we'll see, you know, yes. it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, she said that she likes him and I can't so like, I like can't it's like, him. it's not like, you know, it's not, it's not high school like where it's like oh my best friend I like that's my best friend's like ex whatever whatever I mean like and I also y'all aren't best friends right that's what I'm saying like y'all are not best friends like y- y'all are both forced together by the show and now forced to have all these awkward shared moments together but in reality you are here to find your partner and so like Rachel who and you're doing Gabby it with who? a girl that's you know? like gone through <laughs> the same thing as you so it's like yes this is your like kind of partner in crime like mm-hmm. on this journey most mm-hmm. definitely but i don't think it's fair or at least the way it's being edited that like they have to skirt or tiptoe around each other's feelings because right. that defeats the purpose of having them on the journey together together at the same time right exactly exactly like, what and then it makes it makes it'll make Rachel in this particular situation. I'm sure it'll happen again where it looks like Gabby, um, but it makes Rachel look like she's being manipulative. So here, her friend is saying like, "I really like Logan. We have like mm-hmm. really good banter, and mm-hmm. like our chemistry was good." She didn't even get to say they kissed. Rachel yeah. cuts in is like, "Oh, but I have to let you know like we kissed, and like I really like him." Yeah. And so now that puts Gabby in this weird position where she's like. Oh yeah, I mean, like you like him more, and it's like, or now Rachel sounds like, well, I like him more. Like I, I really feel like I have a connection with him. It's like, yeah, okay, well then, fuck me, I guess. Right, exactly. When that doesn't, it doesn't have to be like that. No, they yeah. Just be like, yo, okay, so now us both kissing the same dude on one night. Right. We both got vibes going. Girl, go ahead, give him the rose. I want him to stay. So. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you've already been there where you've already liked the same guy, i.e., Clayton. So like, why should this be something Any new different. and like Y'all have literally we can't talk about? Before. Yeah, like you can talk about it. You can be open because just like all these men are dating y'all too. Like you're also dating all these men, so you get to pick and choose. You know what's what's for dinner. So. But you know the franchise is doing what they do best. They're getting messy. Mm -hmm. Um, They cut to Gabby, I think, saying it's truly not worth stepping on people's toes. And I was like, huh? I was like, but then, what? That's going to happen. Like, you're two bachelorettes here. And she's saying um, that these are hurdles we didn't have to think about before coming onto the show together. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? You didn't right. think about the fact that you were coming onto this show and you were about to share a pool of men with a girl right. who you just shared a man with for nearly an entire season of The Bachelor. Right. Exactly. No, y'all talked about this. Don't confuse. Don't try to confuse me as an audience member. I'm too. Right. I'm too college degree. I'm too mm-hmm. third eye. Kevin Samuels. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm on my Mike Tyson this season. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to fool um, me. It was just one of those things where I was like, wow, non-monogamy on a, on a monogamous show is mm-hmm. going to be a really hard sell. Because yeah. they're not trying to sell non-monogamy at all. No, it's yeah. Like, they they they're allergic to it. They need an EpiPen or some shit. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's it's so it's so it, that is what it is because you literally every season it's a whole sister wives or sister husband situation. So like, and it, <laughs> let's just stop. Let's just think, call it what it is. Yeah, and it made me kind of think of the fact that I mean, they really just have put Gabby and Rachel back on The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's called The Bachelorette. Yeah. They have no real power. There isn't any actual trust being shown between the girls or how they communicate. No one really is opening up or being um, vulnerable that we can see, right? Because even if they're doing that, the edit is being reduced down to them being like dog eat dog about who they get to be with. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's, that's not fair to them. Yeah. Um, it shows that they have the show is trying to convince us that they have no interest in exploring these guys together, which you think would be expected, um, and that they don't expect overlap. And that's yeah. They're two. They're they're two. Rachel's a freaking pilot, and Gabby is an ICU nurse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have emotional intelligence. Right. Um, exactly. And so that's why I really question the edit that they're starting with Rachel because mm-hmm. it's making they're making her look manipulative. They're making her look insecure and selfish yeah. and individualistic. That's only mm-hmm. out for herself and not mindful of the fact that she's doing this with someone else, which makes Gabby look like every single time she makes a concession, mm-hmm. um, she's not owning up to her true feelings, which will probably be brought back later in the season for something. Yeah, more I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, 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 I mean, yeah, that. that that was a weird date, but they, yeah, they give, Rachel gives Logan her rose, right? Mm-hmm. And, Gabby and Gabby gives her rose to Jason? I really don't remember. No? Oh. I don't remember. Ah, sorry if we got sorry. that wrong, but um, it seems like it was Jason. Like I said, I still don't remember Jason. So um, it could be Jason, and he has no, he still hasn't popped up anywhere in my brain. But um, yeah, we get, um, I mean, who's this first? Nate? The date card is not, no. No, it's not <laughs> it's Nate's not first. Nate. Oh, no, it's Jordan. It's a, I, know, I know it's a good date, but no, it's Jordan. Okay, it's, it's Jordan's first, yeah. Jordan B, drag racer. They go on a date where, like, they got this classic-ass beauty of a car. Yeah. And they're just taking him to the, the Bachelor, Bachelorette classic, Zero Gravity Day. Zero Gravity. Um, um, <laughs> which is, he's, like, low-key scared. Like, he's kind of scared, which is kind of funny. Because like, he Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Is it? Because I'm like, it's not going anywhere. The thing is on the ground. What? No! The plane is in the air! That plane is in the air? Ma'am, how do you think they turned the gravity off? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. 
I'm don't thinking know. it's like a. I'm thinking it's like one of those like sky zone situations where it's like. Oh, when they blow like, air on you. To yeah. Make, like you're, no, yeah. you have to fly the plane high enough in the sky that you leave the force of gra- the gravitational pull of Earth. Oh. Like, it's a terrifying... News to me. I'm with Jordan, because she was like, I don't get why he's scared. Like, he's a drag racer for crying out loud. And I'm like, ma'am, what does me driving a race car at a fast speed have to do with my body leaving the gravitational pull of the planet I live on? Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, I didn't think about it. I literally thought that plane was staying on the ground and they just flipped the switch and was like, all right, float around. I don't um, think that's how gravity works. <laughs> could be very those true. experiences would be much more accessible to us. Yeah, because I just, I don't, well, I mean, I, I mean, it's a sky zone down the street. Like, I could go fake skydive if I wanted to. Yeah, that's, be there in 15 I promise minutes. to God, it's different. Like, sky zone is different. Because mm-hmm. they're blowing air on you. They're not yeah. blowing air on these niggas in the plane. They oh. just suddenly start floating, and it's like, wait, what? Oh, okay. Well, um, he was scared. He wasn't into it. Um, but eventually, though, he kind of relaxed. He kind of relaxed. Kind of they, of course, share their little zero gravity kiss. So cute. And I'm not gonna lie, the zero gravity kiss. I was like, ooh, they're kind of get crazy. I'm yeah, interested. it was. I mean, I thought that they. I thought that they had good chemistry. Um, so, so I was like, wait, what's going on? I like literally the way that Jordan felt. I feel like all of us were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait. I was um, so, so lost. And so yeah. Like, I think it, a little, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was, I was just going to go forward to the dinner portion, but if you oh. had something before that. Well, I, something happens before that. I don't know oh, if you want to. Oh, I wanna, forgot. Chris, you know, the, oh, they that, do the, the call in with one. all the men. Oh, yeah. okay. 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 Um, where they're all, I think they're just sitting around the pool outside. Mm-hmm. And Chris is so clearly getting set up. Um, it feels very scripted, the conversation. Um, and I'm also lost, right? I was very confused because mm-hmm. he started talking about how. If, like, not if, but he said when, because he anticipates being in the final four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he gets a game. the fantasy yeah. suites, because uh, it's a game, that uh, it's okay for him to be here vying for two different women in the middle, uh, in a group of 32 dudes, but it's mm-hmm. not okay for those women to share intimate moments with anybody else. And so in the event that he found out a girl, um, he said, I believe, and I quote, whichever girl I'm in the room with, as if he potentially will be in both fantasies. Right. That was right. his energy. No, no. Uh, if I find out one of them is in, uh, intimate with someone else, then I'm leaving. Hmm. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> wait, wait, bro. wait, 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 bro. wait, 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 are we all watching the same thing? Is he serious? No, 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 no. It was dead sad. ass. <laughs> yeah. It was, the energy was very much man fuck whole world, women right. fuck no else. And I'm like, yeah. that's such low hanging fruit. Right. 
You can yeah. put your dick in any piping, steaming hole you have access to. Yeah. But should someone decide to be intimate with one of the dudes, she literally is on what? They're on a show looking right. for the love of their lives. To find so their husband. Yeah. Of this show is that they spend a night together to figure out what that would be like on the other side of this right. game or whatever the fuck this yeah. show is. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm not allowed to be with nobody else but you. Right. Also, <laughs> why do you want to? Why do you think that I want to be with you? Right. Hello? Why do you think that you're about to be there? Like once again, still you've only talked to them at the pageant where you sang and played "Get Your Head in the Game." Like a bad nobody. Song. You didn't like, get a callback. You, you didn't did go not. To a group you date? did not. No, you like did not nothing. get a callback. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I I like I really just don't have words because I was like, I just like with those types of people. I can't engage. Like I just have sure. to. Like I just have to. It was, so, to, it was so, oh, so so hotepery. I, I I literally like was sending text messages. Like if this hotep, like if he don't stop talking, like I'm I'm I don't know I don't know. Like if I was one of those other guys, I, I don't I just don't know how how I would react. Um. Because for me, I'm like, I can't engage. I got to I gotta get out of here. Yeah, like, how do I disengage? How do I never see or speak to you ever again? <laughs> exactly. And now this is going to help the show, right? Because mm-hmm. um, this show is peddled mostly to white, cisgender, right. low-key, not low-key, high-key conservative lovers mm-hmm. of misogyny and tradition right. <laughs> and the patriarchy. Right. You know, they expect that Susie and Nebraska and Wisconsin, uh, Karen and all of them are people who identify as women that want to be doted on, catered mm-hmm. to. You know, it's, they want to look at The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and see the Cinderella game. Yeah. It's why we always have that culture of shaming the women who do decide to lay with the men. Yeah. Um, when it's The Bachelorette, but there's never any questions about it on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And so the way this is cut is like, Okay, Rachel and Gabby are going to be sluts once I get to fantasy suites with them. Mm-hmm. And when they relate to someone else intimately, um, I'm out. Fuck yeah. them. They're, they're whores. And he's saying right. that they're whores already for being here. Right. And he's aware of how horny he's being portrayed mm-hmm. and how the show's going to utilize this as a means to get rid of one of the black dudes that they just cast as cannon fodder, right. as we talked about earlier in the S. It is literally Operation Get Rid of the Negroes, but don't make it look like Rachel and Gabby is, are racist. Yeah. That's what it is. We've got to get rid of the yeah. black dudes that right. are uninteresting. They should be, but at least we brought them on the show. Right, exactly. And then um, let's see what happens when we bring on more black people. This, okay. It's no. exactly, yes, bruh. Um, and he's in this conversation with guys who are actual contenders, like guys right. that he's seen form right. some sort of relationship or connection right. or partnership with them. Um, so he's the weakest link, and he's doing that thing again, the Mike Tyson thing, where he's like, I'm good. I know mm-hmm. they like me. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm the real nigga. Um, which means we're going to have to root for the people around you by proxy. Even if right. we have never seen them speak to any exactly. of these women before, we mm-hmm. like them more because they're looking at you like you're crazy. And we're yeah. also looking at you like you're crazy. Right. Um, and the franchise gets to call it equity because he has a storyline at all. Sure. Exactly. 
Chris. Chris, I'm tired. I can't. I can't. I'm so mad that we're going to have to talk about you again later. Um, But, but yeah, so we get uh, back to Jordan and Rachel's date. And, um, it was going well to me. Uh, like I, I said, so. you know, I was, I was like, <laughs> it's I giving it cute. It's giving, it's giving a little bit like, you know, a little bit bl- blondastic moment happening, yeah, but um, sure. Know. I'm into it. I'm here for it. Um, and I really liked the moment where Jordan was like, you fly a plane, I drive a car. So you get me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, right. Exactly cute. the same. But Same I think, thing. like, he's trying yeah. to relate to her. Yeah. He's trying to have that connection. He's yeah. clearly very interested in her. Yeah, and I think I think what happened was I get that. I get listening to your gut, and I get, um, you know, wanting there to be this spark and wanting there to be this, you know. But I'm also, like, uh, it's so early that, like, you had a good time. You know, so I'm like, for sure. me, I'm like, just keep it and like, see what happens. But she went through this whole break. I don't want to say breakdown, but like through this whole, like she was really, it was like, and I get it. It is so serious, but she was like, so serious about like, is this man, my husband, like you still got weeks and weeks. It's still not enough time in real people work time, but like in bachelor time, you still got weeks and weeks to learn if this man is your husband. And like, you had a good time. He just wasn't like, you know, you just wasn't feeling the feels down in the, in a, you know, in a dungeon. The hoo-ha. Yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting, right? Because, especially because I'm suspicious of the edit and the cut of it, mm-hmm. right? It makes it look like, you know, Jordan's talking about how he had to grow up fast, how his parents' divorce impacted him. Um, and how like, he doesn't want to have that, like, for himself and how he's taking care of his family and all of this kind of stuff. And she kind of just dead stares at him. Yeah. She's like thinking too, it's like thinking too much. Like, excuse me. Yeah. It's giving. And I'm like, I understand. Sometimes you know, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you do. You get there and you're like, you walk into the coffee house where you're meeting your Tinder date and you're like, yeah. Tinder, is that still a thing? I think people, I think people still Tinder. I, I've never had Tinder, but people still Tinder. Yeah. But you walk in and you're like, oh, like I don't really think I'm interested in you. Like I thought yeah. you were different in person, and I feel yeah. like maybe that was what was happening. But the way the process of it was, here's this very vulnerable thing I'm sharing with you, and here's you looking at me like I'm doing something wrong. Is if you didn't right. ask for me to tell you about myself, right? And now you're excusing yourself from the table, and right. Then you get, Rachel over talking to the producers and we mm-hmm. never see her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. We never true. see her mouth. We just hear her mm-hmm. um, saying that she doesn't like him like she thought. And yeah, I'm like, wait, is he about to be emotionally pumped and then dumped immediately? Like, I, yeah. I don't remember really seeing this happen before. Um, yeah. And she's like, I don't want to be the one to send an incredible guy home. And I'm like, what you want Gabby to do it for you? Like, what? right? And then, and that's the other thing. But it's I like, can't see her mouth moving, so I can't even tell that if that's what right, she's saying. If that's there. what she's saying. Um, and then that's the other thing, which obviously you know the episode has happened. Blah blah. So Jordan, she sends him home, but then it is the thing of like, well, damn, like, what if Gabby was trying to talk to him? 
Like, and you just sure. sent him home. Like, he gone. And Gabby didn't get no chance to get to know him. Like, yeah. Okay. And structurally, that's one of those things where I'm like, we're missing the real framing around their friendship and how they're doing this process together. Because, like, yeah. maybe Gabby has had a conversation with Rachel and it's like, no, Jordan, uh, Jordan B, he is all yeah. you. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm so excited. Yeah. Maybe if we got those genuine moments and we didn't get these forced contrived scripted scenes where it's like let's get the men to take their shirts off mm-hmm. then we actually know how they're communicating and handling this process together rather than always seeing them just kind of like ah who's right. in charge yeah exactly it's um, it's very chaotic and then <sighs> while, so while this is happening mm-hmm. well rachel is deciding what it's not even deciding whether or not to send him home mm-hmm. it's just like I don't want to send him home. She just didn't want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We get, we go back to the house Mm -hmm. and it's now nighttime, obviously, because it's the nighttime portion of the day. And our fella, our good, our good homie, Quincy, bless his heart, is trying to help our not homie, Chris, out by giving him a call in, like calling him in Mm -hmm. the group setting Mm -hmm. to rectify his mess. Mm -hmm. I think, that a producer probably hit Quincy's ear and was like, look, Mm -hmm. I know you're a life coach and Mm -hmm. um, Chris is a mentality coach. So you guys kind of come from the same world and Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, you want to lead a conversation to kind of figure out what Chris really meant with what he said earlier today about fantasy suites, right? Because that's so weird that he's even talking about fantasy suites so early and like what Mm -hmm. he's saying about the women like, maybe you could get the guys to, like, really figure out what's going on there. That's why right. I feel... Because I don't think Quincy would have done that otherwise. Right. Yeah, yeah. Quincy would have been like, I'm um, not trying to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Chris immediately is so defensive and condescending, reduces Gabby and Rachel to the female, which maybe yeah. Like, he'd be making me feel like I want to pull out my inner white fem- feminist. Yeah. True. Right. I'd be like, yeah, let's just get rid of all of them. And I hate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. that. I be right. in my brain, I'm like, all oh, men must be like Chris. And they're not. He's no, just yeah. an example yeah. of the worst parts exactly. of the traits and the cultures and the habits of our mm-hmm. society. Exactly. Um, that subjugates people of different genders to these tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only did you, you know, expect to walk into this fantasy fantasy suite with both of them potentially because you think yeah. they like you so much. You don't even contextualize the circumstance to be specific to them in this conversation. Right. You don't even have the audacity to use Gabby and Rachel's names, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, if the female is going to be intimate with somebody else, then I don't want to be there. Right. Bro, you just came onto a dating show where one of the parts of the show for over 20 years has been a fantasy suite. Exactly. What are you doing here? Right. Um, and so now I'm not even convinced that your interest is vested in Gabby or Rachel. Yeah, no, absolutely not. You know? Um, and then he's talking about how he's an alpha again. And I'm just yeah. like, someone make him sit down on Mike. Ooh, he should go on Mike Tyson's podcast. I don't know why I'm so <laughs> obsessed with Mike Tyson. Right, this episode. Funny. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, but, you know... Chris is a double down clown this whole time and <sighs> yeah. Quincy tries like I feel like Quincy was like giving him little bits of carrot like no like you could come on to 
just come on. Right. You could, like, maybe don't yeah. say that. Right. And he was like, you know, I feel like you got this sort of approach or, you know, you have that thing to say. And Chris was essentially was like, speak clear, bitch. And I was like, right. Right. Wait, right. bro. Can you, have you looked at Chris? Because yeah. he would beat your ass. Exactly. Exactly. It was very like, much like, Quint, like, <laughs> like in a way, it's very much, um, you know, when you, you know, we black, when you see a black person talking out their neck around a bunch of white people, you're like, um, um, hey, hey, yeah, we're, we're probably, yeah, we're probably not going to do that. You know, we're just going to reel it in. You know, if you got, yeah. we'll talk about it over here. We'll figure this out. But like right here, we're not going to do this in this setting. And that's kind of what was trying to happen. And then yeah. Chris just bucked up even harder. And Quincy was like, well, then go ahead. Like, go ahead. You're going to say what you're going to say. And I tried. And, like, you, okay. All right. Exactly. Like, I was trying to be here for in, you. And, yes. like, you know, I was trying to have a solidarity. But, like. I tried you, to give you a chance to rectify yeah. what <laughs> so, you, you fucked up with. And right. you didn't take it. And now you and you still talking to me crazy, and now you right. talking to everybody in this room yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because if we were in a different setting, I'd beat your ass. You lucky we surrounded right. by all these white folks. Right. And this <laughs> and these cameras. This is a paradox that black folks face a lot of times in predominantly white settings, mm-hmm. where when you're being disrespected in any way, shape, or form, there is an expectation of how you should handle yourself. Mm-hmm. And call into question when somebody is disrespecting to you. You have to be nice. Mm-hmm. You have to be considerate of the fact that people are watching you. You have to be considerate of how you're going to be portrayed if you behave a yeah. certain way. And I think Quincy had those gears turning. Because mm-hmm. he was like, hey, you talking to him is kind of kind of crazy. Right. And he's like, no, no, I'm not talking to you crazy, bitch. <laughs> and it's just like, right. <laughs> what right. is going yeah. on? And, uh... I can't remember this this gentleman's name. He's a a white fellow with spiky hair. Uh, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Lord Jesus, I really wish I could remember his name. But he seems nice enough, and I think he sticks around. Tino? Um, no, no, he don't got spiky hair. I think it's Jordan H. That speaks up. Oh, you're right. I do. Re- yeah, Jordan H. Yeah, I do remember. He was him. talking about like, you know, when you're in the final four, it's because like mm-hmm. you're falling in love with these people. And yeah. Like you want to spend this. And then Chris is like, no, 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 no. Right. Him off, like he's cutting <laughs> right. everybody off this entire conversation. Mm-hmm. You're in the final four. That's the only guarantee. And I'm like, oh, Game of right. Roses is going to eat his ass. Exactly. Up. Exactly. Right. Because what? And that's also a really weird thing to say out loud to yes. a bunch of people that you don't really know who have right. no ties, no loyalty right. to you whatsoever. Exactly. And then he just chose, he really chose chaos. And he did. When he went he on doubled the show. down like a clown. And yeah. Quincy comes back and he's like, you're rubbing us the wrong way. And he's like, no, I'm rubbing I'm you, the, you wrong the wrong way. way. I do remember I'm that. like, are you 12? Yeah. And Nate, who is going to be, I know he's going to be a season fave, and I've already, mm-hmm. I've already figured out and painted his storyline, but you yes, know, we'll love get to that. that in a second. Um, where it's like, you can't have these pre- preconditions to love. You're around mm-hmm. here trying to control this experience for these other, these other women. And mm-hmm. then I believe um, that white man comes back. What's his name again? I just said Jordan, Jordan H, right? H, yeah. yeah. Jordan H is like, 
well, would you let them know mm-hmm. that, like, you know, before, during, or after fantasy suites that you had this kind of ultimatum that you were holding over their head? He's like, mm-hmm. he, he gives a non-answer. He's like, no, nah, like, what I got to do that for is kind of his right. energy. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you mean you're just trying to get in their pants? Yeah. Just say that and move on. Hello? Um... So yeah, this is one of those scenes where we watch double consciousness kind of operate in real time for Quincy. Mm-hmm. We all we see complete delusion complete, <laughs> on Chris's yeah. hotep ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Jordan H and Hayden and Nate really held space for calling in the actual behaviors that were unacceptable in Quincy as yeah. well. Yeah, they made definitely. room for saying this is manipulative, <clears throat> this is controlling, um, this is this kind of masculinity mm-hmm. is what hurts and causes damage uh, to good women. To those who, yeah, to good women is what he mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where that conversation le- like leaves off. Yeah. Um, and Nate gets his date card, and he's in mm-hmm. total shock. Total shock. You know, so I'm precious. I'm telling y'all, he's a he's a sleeper. Okay. Which he's I thought I hard. looked. I looked. I thought this earlier, but I didn't. I didn't say it. But his his hair is twist. It's not he. He's not locked. It's not locked, really. Mm-mm. No, it's twist. Yeah. So now Did I'm like, okay, we'll take the twist himself? out. Like, let's see it. Yeah, I think so. I want to see it. I want to see him so. doing his hair now. That's so right. Fun. Yeah, I, I think it's twist. Um, and we know I currently have twists, and we know I'm always in here for a two strand twist moment. So I love it. Yeah. I mean, I love locks I too, love but I'm like, Oh, I also love to see a guy with twists, especially when like, cause that means you have to know how to do them yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm like, come on skill set. That means, well, you know, if y'all haven't seen that episode, I mean, I guess hair. true. Uh, yeah, true. He does have a daughter. I'm like, I guess it, it can mean that, but also Sometimes they be going to get their yeah. Sometimes they be getting yeah. their hair done just like we. Because like, I was thinking, I was That's like, true. well, I know that when some of these men be having their hair done or braided or whatever, they went to their mama they house. Be going to like, say, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like that's what happened there. Um, so. Yeah, and so, you know, Nate gets his date card. He's, like, shocked. The guys are, like, these. And he's, like, I'm is. I'm just, right. I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I was also very shocked. It seemed um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I'm really yeah. looking forward to, to that moment. And we go back to Rachel, who I guess is just going to finish the date by herself. Yeah, she just finished. She went out. Of course, we always have to have the awkward, like, them telling us who the artists are because don't nobody know who these people are that are – doing these concerts yeah and she's really kind and like feels really bad and is trying to be super reassuring to you know jordan b like i'm so sorry you're a really great guy and he's actually so understanding he's like no it's okay like yeah he is like that's that's fine and then they just have this montage where rachel's walking around while ashley cook and brett young are singing together i'm a huge fan of brett young oh my bad (laughs) and i I never heard these people in my life And I'm I'm watching them sing the song and I'm like they're going to have Rachel sit in the audience by herself. They have to. Yeah. Um, then they randomly show Gabby sitting in bed, which I was just like, huh. <laughs> I I remember like seeing seeing things about that, but I don't remember seeing it in the episode. But I'm sure it was yeah. very funny. It was so weird and funny and random. Uh, 
Um, and then it cuts back to Rachel, and she's like, I don't want to be Rachel the Bachelorette. I just want to be Rachel. She did say and that, yeah, yeah. And then it mm-hmm. cuts to her watching alone in the audience. And I was like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry that they're doing this to you, bro. Yeah. Like, just let her yeah. go home. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah. The date is uh, over. I know, I know you still have to pay Ashley Cook and Brett Young, and they did sign a contract saying that they would yeah. be appearing on this episode. Yeah, but. absolutely. So they had still had to play. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. to to what's his name, Jordan V. Yeah. Um, Jordan he v. was a sweetie. Seemed like a good guy. Hopefully, maybe we'll, we'll see, see him, on, him on Paradise or something. Because um, yeah. yeah, he he seems so young. He does, but he's 27, and there's other guys that are much younger. Like younger Brandon is Brandon a whole is 23, but looks a whole 33. So yeah, you do yeah. look old. <laughs> you do, um, you do. So then we get. My theory is that Nate is our good nigga PR for the season. Yeah, for sure. Because hear mm-hmm. me out, right? He's got a kid. We don't mm-hmm. normally do anything bad with. Dads. Uh, guys who are gentle. Yeah, we don't yeah. do anything bad to daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still have to try and repair with how they fucked up with Matt James. Right. And his relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. Making his dad, um, you know, the black yeah. absent father of the season. So now right. they have an opportunity to mm-hmm. represent a black involved father. Right. Yeah. And kind of make him as like the baby zaddy of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm, and that makes me suspicious of this because now I'm always going to be questioning whether or not the interactions he's having with with Gabby are genuine. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to it's going to have to be the storyline's going to have to be constructed in such a way that Gabby's going to fall head over heels for him, but mm-hmm. realize she's not ready to be a mother. Yeah. Or she's not ready for the implications of what it means to like. Right, that's a fair. Yeah, that's a, this season. But like you know, being right. a mother to a black child. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a the be a stepmom and the mom's still around or maybe the mom's yeah. not around. Like all yeah. of those things are going to have to come up, and that's what's going to be his storyline. Which means yeah. when he gets sent home, inevitably, mm-hmm. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be at least top five. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe, I, I well, definitely. I guess not. Gabby's top five—that's how that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see him going far, and them not tainting his storyline and making us all fall in love with him, even though we already did in this one Maybe, episode. Yeah. Um, he's also hipster. He's eccentric. He's got like yeah. this style. He is. He he he's did a make me think. of black male identity. Right. People. Exactly that. Like he's he's very different than let's say like Nate from Michelle season. Like they, sure. you know, share the same name and that's about it. Yeah, or even a Riley yeah. or something. You know, um, I was wondering when I was in, when I was actually living in the city um, last year pre cancer, um, why he hadn't shown up on my dating apps. I was a little upset about that, but um, it's fine. We'll let him. Find love on television. Good for you, Nate. Wait, this Nate? Yeah, he's from Chicago. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, he's from oh, Chicago. Oh, cute. That's yeah. very fun. Well, maybe he'll pop back up because maybe we'll see. Uh, especially with you know Matt James's book coming out. 
and him kind of talking about like what the real was like mm-hmm. they have some cleanup to do and I think that they're going to build a storyline for late Nate excuse me um, yeah that tries to help them do that which I don't like because you're using black bodies yeah yeah <laughs> for means other than finding love but you know what what do we expect from this franchise at this point we're here for a good time not a long time exactly exactly okay okay let's go because um, you know what we gotta go and by we yeah. I mean me <laughs> um and so we get into the day he comes over to the girl's house and yeah. immediately I'm like oh uh Rachel's there this right. doesn't necessarily qualify as a friend zone date but I think it'll come up again later yeah. where like Gabby's gonna have to at some point probably ask for advice about yeah me. Yeah. You know, and like what she should do. Exactly. And so I feel like that's setting, that's another example of him setting up a storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on a tour. Oh! What? I got, you know what? The, the mansion is in somewhere in Malibu. It's in a mountain in Malibu. Oh, something okay. like that. Okay. Because when they go, when the helicopter comes and picks oh, the helicopter up and tour, takes them on yeah. the ride, mm-hmm. they go through Santa Monica and they go around the Hollywood sign, which is all in that mm-hmm. same immediate area. Yeah. It's like, it goes Venice, Santa Monica, Malibu, mm-hmm. and the Hollywood sign is pretty close to Venice. Yeah. Um, when we're if we're talking about like flying and falluting around. Yeah. So um, they're having fun. Their yeah. mansion's cute. It is they get very a little cute. hot tub action, which is always a good they sign. They do. They do. Someone said the one of the one of the memes that I saw said the bachelor producers work hard, but no one works harder than the wooden hot tub because it just appears in every season um but yeah they have a really cute interaction and vibe going on between them um and yeah it it just it just seemed very natural to me and i was very much like that you could tell that both of them were kind of shy and giddy but like really excited to be with each other um which i really thought was Nice to watch. I thought it was watch. nice to see. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed their connection. That mm-hmm. was so funny. With I'm always interested when guys are trying to figure out what to say, or any of the contestants are trying to figure mm-hmm. out what to say. Because he was like, "She brings out the best in me," and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> this is y'all's first yeah, date. first date. She brings out the best. That's in the you. best in you." If I, I'm, I'm his daughter watching, like, huh? That's I'm me. That's me. Daddy. <laughs> right. That's me, daddy. Like, don't don't um, be putting that on her. And their date is like all fucking day. Yeah. You know, um, they go to Union Station, which I drove past yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching the episode and I was like, why is this in Union Station? It smells like feet. I remember yeah. Why about, were they there? Like, I've been there. I think a portion there. of the Oscars were in, was in Union Station once. And I was like, it's gross. Freaking <laughs> bugs in here. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we get to the nighttime portion of the day, and Nate has taken notes from the black men we've seen in previous seasons. He has his lips moisturized, baby. Mm. Got that Vaseline with the cocoa butter in okay. it on yes. his lips. Love that. That was looking luscious, kissable, okay. ready for yes. action. Absolutely. Um, there was a immediate like segue, lack of setup, but just you know, rip off the band-aid to get into sure. the conversation about his daughter. He was like, I yeah. Just, I want to let you know what it, what it is. I have a beautiful baby girl. She's mm-hmm. six. She, she said she's like the human form of coffee. She's a little <laughs> He mean. did say that. Yeah. And um, you can already see Gabby getting like emotional. <laughs> like 
she's yes, getting like, she's getting emotional immediately yes immediately yes she was like daddy um, a daddy <laughs> and her exactly. empathy really showed through i feel like in the state she yeah so they both looked so stunning the both mm-hmm. yeah but um she makes herself i thought she was making herself pretty vulnerable early on even though i know sometimes people compensate in situations where they're com- uncomfortable by mm-hmm. offering up a story that they think relates and doesn't necessarily relate. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was like, it could be one or the other. Maybe she was just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's really cool to hear that you have such a beautiful relationship with your dad because I have a beautiful relationship mm-hmm. with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than getting into the uncomfortable conversation about like, wow, like I've always wanted to be a mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that I saw her both be very invested in the, like what he was sharing mm-hmm. and also trying to be vulnerable enough but not yeah. to um, yeah. confuse she herself did. so early. Right, yeah, she didn't have to, and she even said that. She was like, I don't have to decide right now if I'm ready for that. So I don't think that she had to be like, oh, you have a daughter. Yeah, I I always, yeah, like, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, oh, my gosh, yeah, just tell me about her. Like, I want to know all about her, all the things. You know, like, that Mm -hmm. is, I think, the best. She reacted pretty well to that. I think she handled it the best way she could, you mm-hmm. know? And even yeah. when she was talking about how her relationship with her mother isn't great, it's like, yeah. she's def- she was definitely trying to make herself open, available, mm-hmm. and receiving to yeah. what he was sharing, and that it's so nice to hear that he's yeah. such an invested father. Yeah. Um, but it also not having to be, like, overly emotional of, like, let's yes. just pour out our entire baggage, here you go, on our first date, and see if this mm-hmm. is going to work, you know? Which yeah. sometimes happens on the show. And I feel like to the, you know, um, I guess the uninitiated, mm-hmm. it may have seemed like they had this conversation about like a Negro child and her black mm-hmm. daddy. Yeah. Um, and then the other half of the conversation was about a white girl and her mother and father. And like, in my brain, I'm like, this conversation is also, can you still accept me? It's not, mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to be my daughter's mother right yeah yeah it's like can you still accept me for the man that i am sitting here before you letting me mm-hmm. know that this is a part of my life right exactly and i think the answer was yes for yeah me, as I far as so. I'm, so far she's just like wow i think you know thank you for sharing that with me and this is mm-hmm. where i'm at and we're gonna yeah. figure this out i really yeah. freaking like you right. um and then she starts talking about, you know, I think I'm scared to be a mom because I would love it so much. And it's mm-hmm. that that's going, it's just, it's going to come back, y'all. It's going to yeah, come back. It it's going to crash and burn. I'm going to cry, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it is going to come but back. But we love Nate. He's going to go we far. We do. So, of course, he gets the rose because, of course, how could he not? Uh, we can't have two, and two people sent home. And the kisses was looking good. The kisses was looking good. We can't have two people sent home on the first one-on-one. So he had to. No. He had to get his rose. And he must stay. He's our good. Yeah, he's already right. Already giving fan favorite. So yes, we love we love Nate over here. Um, which is like this is an, this is something that I also think falls into the category of like we have to give more of the people of color on this show storylines yeah. so that the audience stops complaining that they right. don't get storylines mm-hmm. and so that the audience stops accusing our white leads of not being interested in people um, people of color yeah 
Eventually, though, we will be getting rid of Nate. Don't you guys worry. <laughs> right. But don't, You're going to love think... him. You're going right. to fucking love him. Yeah. This but man, unfortunately, is not out. right. He is not about to be down on one knee. Um... Um, So yeah, rose ceremony comes around and I feel like there's still, because not everybody had a date really this week. So there's still like so many of these men who haven't, no, no, yeah, who just kind of stuck around, hung out and that was that. Um, Yeah. So yeah, Um, we we get into the girls getting ready to go into the, you know, the cocktail mm-hmm. party. Jesse mm-hmm. Palmer is back, wasting our time again, even though right. he's like, he's one of those things that, like, you definitely waste screen time, but also, I like how little I have to see you. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really with that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's asking the girls, you know, how's it going? Rachel yeah. lies about, and it's not that Rachel lies because she's a liar, she lies because she's yeah. told to lie. Yeah. It's so much easier to have Gabby here with me. Stop lying, nigga. LOL. Right. Stop. Don't let them right. do you like this. It's right. like it's really hard and confusing. And I'm really glad Gabby's here with me because I would be absolutely shitting the bed if I was here alone. Like, this is so strange. And then also figuring out how to do this together when we like some of the same guys. Like, be, I want to know what's really going on. Right. Right. It's like exactly. they have a shock collar on their ankles. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then Jesse asks a very baiting question. How do you guys decide between the guys you both like? Gabby cuts in and says, well, it's too early to tell. And it's like, it's not because mm, you guys have not. already had this issue. Right. Rachel's edit, God bless her heart, is making her look like she doesn't give a fuck that Gabby's there. And Gabby's over here making concessions on her feelings when she's interested in somebody and not being open with Rachel. Yeah. In order to avoid conflict. And so I'm like, why are they being forced to play naive? Or have they been, you know, told you have to Mm -hmm. see positively about this? They sound like they've been coached. Right. Um... And I think it's going to be you used against specifically against Gabby and Rachel later mm-hmm. on in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, they go into the cocktail party. You know, Rachel clears the air about Jordan and how. Yeah. <laughs> she said it's a lesson for all of you, not all of us. A lesson mm. for all of you that one mm. conversation could change everything. And I was like, God Ooh. damn it! Ooh. That's okay. honest. Okay. That's Period. honest. Yeah, okay. Hurt, hurt. Um, we get into the cocktail party. <laughs> we see our homie Mario come through. We see Mario. To... I really liked what we got to see of him in this episode, but, you know, he he was like, I want to make sure he, uh, you know, I take the time to get to know Rachel, but yeah. wants to make it clear that he doesn't take it lightly, the fact that he got the first impression rose from Gabby. He just mm-hmm. wants to open up his op- options and be respectful and hold space for both of them. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really good. I liked their interaction. Of course, he, you know, takes her out, leads her through a workout in her dress, um, and then does some squats with her, which, like, okay, sure, that's, it's very, it is very much, like, kind of, like, macho man, like, whatever, but I'm like, but I feel like at some point, all of us have, like, been like, oh, my God, like, 
I, can he squat me? Like, I wonder. Sure. I like it's like no this way. like can weird fantasy up, that we have. Like, you sure. know, like somewhere back in our minds, where we're like, I mean, I would be into it if if somebody just picked me up <laughs> and squatted me, it, right? Sure. Like, you I'm know, too tall for that fantasy, so it's mm. never been something I'm like, ooh, can he? No, no one's ever tall enough to do that. So. No, that's not true. There are. Um, you're not. You're I'm not like. Right. You're not like six foot eight. Like you're not. I'm like, not six foot eight, but I am five nine, and most most guys are five nine or shorter, or five eleven or shorter. Around like I think Max is six foot. You know. Yeah. I'm not yeah. about to ask that nigga to squat me. He's strong. I'm you should. Him. You should do. <laughs> that's what I'll do as soon as we sign off. Yes, that's um, what you'll do. But then they have Mario. I really, what I did think was interesting though was mm-hmm. how they had Mario take Rachel over to this very unlit corner. <laughs> Right. That clearly wasn't set up for like their little, you know, right. cute little date set up. Yeah. So that Gabby, Gabby could see. Gabby could <laughs> But it was too dark right. for Gabby to see. Right. Well, Mario, he is light skinned. So they He is short. But there's, a, there's plenty of light skins there. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It was funny that they had him over there. So Gabby was doing her little double. Stop making them try and look <laughs> jealous. Stop right. doing that. <clears throat> women right. don't have to be pit against other women. We here. don't. We don't. This is the Bachelorette, so we're supposed to be rooting for Gabby and Rachel. I know. And, like, yes, Mario should be allowed to talk to both of them. Rachel shouldn't be. I mean, she shouldn't. I mean, what am I saying? Gabby shouldn't be getting jealous. Like, this is part of the. This is what we signed up for. We're all here to get yeah. to know each other. And now, so. the shit, like, the producers are going to want to build it as kiln for jealousy right. to, like, start a little fire because right. they have on camera, on tape, and it's been said out loud that they feel like it's easier doing this together and that it's too soon to tell. And it's like, yeah. great, so now we're going we're gonna to make yeah. it soon for you to tell. Okay? We, right. we gonna, we gonna, don't worry. We're going to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get back into the drama. With Christopher. They've chosen... <laughs> The producers have chosen right. Quincy to lead the pack in the Snitch Festival. Now, uh, this is my thing about snitches <clears throat> on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And once again, continuing my campaign for Operation Get Rid of All of the Negroes. Mm-hmm. Being the snitch never makes you the hero on this show. Right. Right. For some reason, it doesn't make the girls like you more, even though I don't get it. Because I'd be like, if you over here giving me the tea about what's going on, you my nigga. Right, exactly. Tell the Lord, I right, need to know please, what's going on. Please. He said, what about me? A word. Bang. Right. But it never does that on this show. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, and it makes the guys eventually want to cat fight with you too for being the snitch or for pulling them into the drama. Yeah. So... While I fully believe and see that Quincy was actually being an open communicator, also listening to the producers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) telling him to go sit here, talk about this, grab so-and-so, y'all come do this, he is making an actual effort to protect the girl's heart because what Chris is saying is absolutely unacceptable. Right, right. Um, And this is their way of, you know, we'll be able to get rid of two Negroes with one stone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... You know, Quincy's over here like, well, I'm just being truthful and honest, mm-hmm. but he's really being pulled in for the drama so that they can use it later. Yeah. Um, and he grabs Rachel. It's Rachel, 
Quincy, Jordan H, and Hayden. I believe that's in this conversation. They show a little clip yeah. before Rachel gets there where a producer was like, look out this window. And Chris goes, and small, I'm staring at the camera like people can see. Mm-hmm. He, he's looking out the window as if they haven't specifically been placed there <laughs> so that he can see them. Right. And he's like grimacing and then walks away. And I was like, that was fucking creepy as shit. What is this sound, this looked like a setup for a Hulu horror movie. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Quincy and Hayden and Jordan H are like, this is what's up. This is what mm-hmm. he's been talking about. He's talking about mm-hmm. fantasy suites. He's talking about if y'all decide to get intimate with anybody in the fantasy suites, he's out of 5,000. And she's like, wait a mm-hmm. minute. Fuck right. that. Wait a he minute. He talking about fantasy suites? Right. Like, what? Why it's week two. It's day four. It's not even week mm. two. It's day four. Like it's what? day four, <laughs> bruh. Like, hello? And so... And they're, and they're also probably like, who is Chris? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, Chris. Rachel's over here like, I've never talked to him and he's right. talking about having sex with me. Right. And what? He got his, he got his mind in my panties about who I'm no. talking? No. 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 Absolutely Eight not. Eight weeks? Oh, ten weeks into the future? Okay. Oh, yeah, word. No, no, absolutely not. And so... We get this cut to which what I, I feel that throughout the, this moment, we get some of the more genuine interactions that we've had with Rachel and her two cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, same with Gabby, but Rachel doesn't want to be sexualized, which yeah. is interesting because they have her and Gabby sexualizing and objectifying the men constantly yeah. for the first half of this episode. So mm-hmm. they're doing their thing where they can make her look wishy-washy. When really, yeah. she's making a very valid point. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Have this conversation mm-hmm. uh, with all of these men that I barely know about how you're trying to lay in bed with me and control who I sleep with. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, that, that's why I immediately I was like questioning the edit early on in the episode. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why are they making it look like they're just objectifying these men at all points in time yeah and they're just trying to see how they can get in their pants they're not doing that they don't right. want it done to them right rachel pulls gabby and you know they're once again like yo <laughs> we've never talked to this man why yeah, is he talking why about, is he talking about this Mm-mm. um prove that keeping the like you know keeping him around was for reputation's sake you mm-hmm. know <laughs> um and Gabby pulls out some fucking world star in, uh, <clears throat> energy. It wasn't <laughs> right. edit, right? They go yeah. and pull Chris to have a conversation. He's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I look needing to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. And they pull him for a conversation. She said, no, 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 She said, we're running no, this conversation. This. <laughs> and it was so funny, though, because, like, although it was a cut and slice kind of mm-hmm. edit, like, they don't let us see the first half of the conversation. They just yeah. immediately go into her, like, so you're talking about fantasy? think it's mm-hmm. it's okay for you to be talking about fantasy suites i was like yeah mm-hmm. get this right get his ass. right um but uh get her jade Chris if anyone says, knows that reference get her jade no i don't know that reference <laughs> it's okay it's from drag race oh old yeah, yeah. old drag race like season like four or something old i don't know that one. yeah it's a good one um and then so chris says I think that my thought is an appropriate thought because I want to think it through from the end and work mm-hmm. it back from there. So now Nigga, you're telling what? me to my face Nigga. that you're <laughs> working 
this thing, this game, mm-hmm. like a game. You're telling me you're playing yeah. to my face. Right. Um, and I feel like Gabby handled that shit. Like, she handled she it did. for the both of them. She did. She really did. She was yeah. an adult. She was measured. She was sure of herself. She was clear mm-hmm. and confident in identifying the issue at hand. Whenever mm-hmm. he tried to skirt around it or, like, excuse himself, she was like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She's like, you're you still not apologizing. Yeah. No. She's like, I feel like you're, yeah, I, I wish I remember the actual wording. But, yeah, like, they're like, you're, everything that you're saying is not, you're you're not you're not denying what you said, and nor are you apologizing for what you said. So at this point, you have nothing else to talk about. So you can go. Yeah, and I really like that. Gabby was like, "We're letting you know what the issue is, and you still can't. You still don't recognize it." Exactly. So Ooh. Gabby was like, "You can go home, baby." Yeah, Bye. you can go. She's like Rachel, right? Like we he he can go. He gone. And Rachel was like, mm-hmm, we ain't mean to keep you last weekend. Right, anyways, even, right, you slipped through the cracks. Her. You slipped through the cracks. <laughs> um, but they were like, we just couldn't eliminate a black person night one. Um, but <laughs> we, um, so, uh, you know, we, Chris leaves, but then he Chris does like, not. Chris so awkward, though, because, like, because they that was the other thing no y'all go in front of me and it's like what right but wait the other thing (laughs) exactly the other thing though like the fact make a speech the fact that they let all of they had all the guys around this confrontation they had the entire crew around the confrontation like it was literally like they were like oh yeah we could show the producers we could show the cameraman like we could show them all because like we gotta show them this whole literally they were like everybody's like get out get out this is my thing though like they're doing all of this as if they didn't have gabby and rachel walk him out to where the car's supposed to pick him up Mm -hmm. and that nigga didn't turn around after they had already right. been gone for a significant right. period of time, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously they had gone back and started the party. Conversation. And he had been yeah. waiting around for the car. The car was outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he walks back in. <coughs> and I'm thinking, once again, this is a unionized production. So he's yeah. walking past security. Yeah, absolutely. He's walking past producers. Absolutely. He's walking past the cameraman. Yeah. Huh? Then producers told him. At this point. Then producers told him, they said, hey, who, no, he said, Chris probably said, who, who told them? Like, y'all got to tell me who told them. And they were like, oh, remember when we told you to uh, look out the window? Right. Like it was them. And they were talking about. He's like, oh, I can go talk to them. Right. He's like, oh, I can go talk to them. They're like, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. No, it should be fine. Exactly that. They said, yeah. And then started cackling on their walkie talkies. They said, Chris is going uh, back in. Chris is going back in. Chris is going yeah, back right. in. Number four, meet Chris around the back. And so right. Quincy grabs, uh, Quincy grabs, Chris grabs uh, Quincy, calls him Quince, and I'm like, disgusting. Mm, no disrespect. Yeah. Say he's full of right. No. Jordan, Hayden, and Nate to speak. We see but I feel like he kind of grabbed girls. Nate like, like Nate was about to be on his side. He was like, "Yeah, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come too, Nate. Yeah, yeah. Cause like you got That's my back." And Nate fair. was like, "No, my guy." This is <laughs> like, my thing. I thought he grabbed Nate to make it look like he was just grabbing the main guys from the last conversation, so it didn't look like he was only grabbing the guys that he already knew had talked to Rachel. Yeah, maybe. But I like your idea too. 
I really, from what, the way that I took it was, I was like, oh, he really thought Nate was about to be on. He's just going to say his side. Stuff. But yeah. Nate, last, the last time they talked about it, he was like, you got these preconditions for love, and that ain't right. Why are you trying right. to control these women? Yeah. Um, and so they're talking, and they don't even really get a, a, very far into it. Rachel mm-hmm. again come tromping they over. They said, excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. me. Excuse me, camera. Oh, excuse me. What's happening? We, we told you to leave. To leave. <laughs> yeah, they said actually we Dang, we did ask you to leave. <laughs> I was about to say why we do their voices like that. If that's our that's just days. our white girl voice. We can't we can't apologize for it because they that's do just... have some strong ass vocal fry. They really do. They do, and and Gabby's voice is very. I remember like thinking when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, this is Cecily Strong. If she's still on SNL, I don't know. But I was like, she is going to give us, give me the Gabby that I need because Gabby very talks. It's, it's mass, but it's also very breathy. And it's like, well, <laughs> like, I just like. No, you have to keep going. You have to keep like, going. It's like, well, we did ask you to leave. Like, it's like yeah. very like, like yeah. calm, but also like, Maybe like a little drunk. Um, like yeah. you're just like, and you know she's a little um, drunk at this point in time. Yeah, time, so. always. Um, so yeah, her her voice just makes me laugh. Makes me laugh. Um, and I but, love that Nate got up and was like, "Well, that's the end of the conversation." Right. He she said, said you gotta go." Exactly. He grabs Gabby's hand and is like, "I'll escort you out." And I'm like, "Real nigga, shit." Right. Yes. Right. I know they're using you for a plot line, but go yeah. off, nigga. Right. No, yeah, that was that was it. I think everybody went a little bit. Ooh, okay, they handle it then. Handle <laughs> okay, it. Period. Right. We love to see that. So yeah, Chris finally gone. Into, Chris is gone. Thank God. I never want to see that man again. He damn sure don't need to be on the back. Oh, uh, I'm already upset paradise. that we're gonna have to talk about him on the mental all, but we have a couple leagues. Uh, anyway, we do have a couple Rose ceremony. Um, Rose ceremony starts, and still, we're, what, four or five days in, and guys have still never spoken a word <laughs> to Rachel and fucking Gabby beyond their right. entrances. Right, exactly. Wow, Gabby wow, and Roses wow. go as follows, and I think we should pay attention to um, the order. Gabby gives Jason her first rose, mm-hmm. then Eric, mm-hmm. then Jordan H., Michael, mm-hmm. Jacob, Tremaine, um, Meatball, who is mm. still holding on strong, and Meatball we'll see why strong. he's holding strong um, yeah. in that after credit scene. Spencer, who I, I still don't remember Spencer. I don't know no Spencer, yeah. And Ethan. Mm-hmm. I Rachel hope we see more of Ethan. We, we probably too. won't, but I hope that I we do. I think we do. will. I think you we think will. So? I, have, okay. I think so. I think he's going to make it further than any of us anticipate. And that's why we okay. haven't seen a lot of him yet. Okay, love that. Um, Rachel's roses go out to Aiden, who mm-hmm. I like so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Zach, Quincy, mm-hmm. Tino, Tyler, the guy that owns the basketball hoops. Mm-hmm. Hayden, Kirk, the football coach with no mm-hmm. neck. Yeah, I don't know him. Alec. And mm. Mario, who Max has now titled the Swole John Legend. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to tell him that. I'm crying. Um, that is funny. Um, yeah, Mario gets the last rose, which is a shocker. Really was, it was a shock, but also I was like, oh, what if they give the last 
us rose to Mario together. They did not do that. I really Oh, uh, I know that would have been cute, but no, but you know, you know, ABC, they'd be like in the, you know, oh, he got the first impression rose. Like, oh, but he's about to go home. No, he ain't about to go home. We know he ain't about to, nobody goes home after they get the first impression Don't rose. Don't worry. Next week. He's light skin. Like, he's safe for now. Right. Exactly. We got to get rid of some of the dark skin first before we get rid of the light skins, um, which yeah. we did. Um, but yeah, Mario gets the last rose. You know, he's sweating, but he got it. There was no way that he wasn't going to get it. When it was the other There's guys no that were there, like, there was no way that he wasn't going to get it. That would have been so. mad, confusing and disrespectful. Right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, Jesse comes back in, says his, his piece. It's so crazy to me that this man is the host of the entire franchise, works closely mm-hmm. with the team of executives, as well mm-hmm. as the producers on the ground level, every single fucking day. Mm-hmm. And has been a contestant on this show, but acts like he don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He come in, he say his lines, he gets out. Right. He, he's there for his paycheck, nothing more, nothing less. Period. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's not even going to help the bachelorettes on their no. journey. No. No, he's not. And we don't want him to, Which, to be honest. We don't. We don't. We, <laughs> we don't, don't need your hand Mm-mm. in anything, no. sir. Um, the only hands I will accept in that pot is Tatian and, and uh, Right. Yeah. So um, exactly. Yeah, Which you know, I mean, Tasha has moved on. So maybe we'll get Michelle. Michelle she and Caitlin. She has Caitlin. moved on. Um, and also, I was thinking of like you know how they do the season previews, and usually we see like a uh, former Bachelorette or oh know, yeah, true. Come back. Yeah, we haven't seen, we haven't seen that. Like so something or any of the like guests, like the guests we haven't seen. Other than Grandma. But I, but I also think I mean, oh, I guess I, I won't spoil. I mean, I don't really know, but like, I was like, you know, travel and things like that. Like, I don't know that they would be able to. Especially with COVID, since they decided they're going to travel around the world. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. um, So, yeah, Um, that's that's it. it. (laughs) Next week's observations, we're going to get a variation on the wedding dress date. It's going yeah. to turn into, it's very clear that it'll be a photo shoot date. And mm-hmm. I hope we get our, our homie, Franco De La Costa. Oh, yes. Franco. I miss him. Yes. You know, I hope we get to Forgot. see him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we're able to start building, I guess, like a time, well, I'm able to start building a timeline for the season because yeah. Victoria, Victoria's on the inside, okay? She's her Listen, I know nothing. Way. I have no I have no inside information and no um, one come for me. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I don't, y'all, I don't know what Victoria knows. No, oh, so, Victoria knows Victoria, nothing. Victoria knows well, nothing. Well, that's what I was about to say. It's like, Victoria can very well know nothing. Um, and so it's just remaining completely objective the entire season because... yeah. She ain't got it. She ain't got it. So I'm over here mm. trying to figure shit out. Um, yeah. And so what I'm thinking is um, these are these are my picks. I know last week we were like, oh, who's going to get far? Mm-hmm. My timeline for this season currently is by the time we get to the cruise, we're going to be down to our like last 13 dudes. Uh-huh. Next week, we're going to get this photo shoot group date. The photo shoot group date is going to end in the SoFi Stadium in LA. The only reason I recognize it is because uh, the Macro Party, which is like mm-hmm. a black entertainment media group, mm-hmm. had our Oscar, like celebrating Oscars weekend, they had mm-hmm. our, uh, like a blackout party. Yeah. Um, and I recognize the members lounge, 
mm-hmm. where we were like told to take pictures for press and stuff in the background, mm-hmm. but they it looks like they blurred out the word SoFi. Sure. So I think that's going to be the nighttime per- portion of next week's group day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to like get to know Aiden more. We might get to know Hayden a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something weird's going to happen on the group date because Quincy's like, yo, I want to know what the heck just happened. Yeah. Um, I think this is where we're going to get the conversation about with Gabby and Rachel. Like, these guys need to pick a lane. And the, the rose ceremonies next week, I think, will be separated. If we yeah. get a rose ceremony next week. Might not yeah, be we should because we need mm-hmm. to get rid of niggas. Yeah, but they're going to be like, I'm giving out roses, she's giving out roses. Right. We'll yeah. see what the fuck happens. Yeah. So I think that's how we're starting, and as the season progresses, by the time we get to the cruise ship, it is my theory that we'll have gotten down to like 13 dudes. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a cruise ship that's going to take us to Europe. We're mm-hmm. gonna have to get rid of dudes as soon as we get to Europe, and by the time we're in like. Amsterdam, which we can tell from the Spider-Man uh, Far... Mm-hmm. From, what is it? No Way Home? Far From Home? What's the one that comes before No, no Way Home? No Way far, far From Home. Far From Home, yeah. Far From Home is... So, yeah. we get that field of... Uh, is it petunias? Or tulips? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where Tom Holland's, like, his ass didn't got beat, and he, like, wakes up mm-hmm. and trying to figure out where the heck he's at. So, we get that... Mm-hmm. That's how I recognize it. I know they're in the mm-hmm. Netherlands. I don't like, remember. I need to Amsterdam. rewatch the preview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate definitely makes it to Amsterdam, and I feel like that's when he's going to get broken up with. Hmm. I do. Okay, she coming I in really hot with do. these predictions. I'm going to have to you come with my predictions next week because I didn't pay enough attention this week to, to be predicting sure. things. So I'm going to have to come back um, with those next week. Another prediction I have is... Zach is going to go on a hometown somewhere near Anaheim, California. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like, I think there's like a clip or a scene in one of the season previews where he's like, they're both wearing fire, uh, fireman jackets and suits. Mm-hmm. And it says orange. And mm-hmm. Orange County mm-hmm. is not far from Anaheim. Orange County, Anaheim is in Orange County. Um, and well, I mean, like they're they're yeah, they're next to each other. No, and like Orange drive, County is I, the. Or I used to live in Orange County, but Anaheim is also oh, in Orange it's County. Oh, part of the county. I get yeah, what you're yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that um, is correct. But also, there's also in Orange, Florida, Orange County, Florida. Um, but no one lives close. Like no one lives. Someone's from like Palm Gardens or Palm Beach Gardens. Florida. Oh yeah, I haven't paid and attention to where Tampa. they're from. Yeah. You know, you know, I get weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was over here looking at maps. I mean, yeah, that that's valid. I um I yeah, I did not pay wait, you said Tyler? Oh no, Zach. Oh yeah, Zach's Zach. from Anaheim. Um I, so yeah, so I that makes them, sense. I yeah. thought I the only reason I figured out it was Zach was because Orange is the closest to Anaheim. So I could be completely but that seemed like that might be a hometown situation. Mm-hmm. Nate, I think, is going to get left in Amsterdam. It's going to be really sad. There's going to be mm-hmm. tears yeah. after, like, a really beautiful date. It's going to be a sad, a happy, sad goodbye. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be some drama with Eric. 
somehow. Mm. Um, and I think that might be in a more tropical location. So I'm thinking that's after hometown. Someone else that yeah. I think makes it to hometowns is Tyler because we see a clip of him looking dead in the eyes and, and a, a clip mm. of Rachel crying. Mm-hmm. Where, um, but they're in a carnival and he or like some sort of outdoor fair and he mm. owns those basketball court things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a hometown where maybe he gets broken up, broken up with. Mm-hmm. I think Avon mm-hmm. is a contender for our final, however many the finals are. I don't know if Rachel's yeah. going to get a final amount and Gabby's going to, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think Avon's going to make it far. Yeah. Um, so in my brain, based off of what I've, I guess, finessed from the season previews, I'm thinking Avon, Tino, Zach, and Tyler and Hayden for Rachel's final mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Um, although something could pop off on the cruise with Hayden, I'm not sure. And then for Gabby, Eric, Johnny, Nate, Jason, and Ethan. Mm. Okay. Those are who I think we're going to be left with. Um, yeah. And okay. I have a, a sneaking suspicion about Jason and Tina. Okay. That's where that's where my, my brain is going. Yeah, um, I could see that. Hmm. And I think we're going to meet Grandpa John next week. Okay, Grandpa John. I don't know who that I is, know but I'm excited early, to meet him. But if they're, like you were saying, if they're doing all of this travel and they have to be considerate, I think they're going to have to like make sure if they're meeting anybody before they leave the country, they have to do it early. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's those are my. That's the predictions. predictions. Okay, those are good predictions. We'll see what conspires. Um, I'm excited to hear your season predictions. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. Yeah, we'll get them next week. I don't have anything that's like set in stone right now. I mean, I have a couple, but it's like we'll we'll get it next week. You're not attached. Um, Yeah, no, I'm not attached. But I mean, yeah, that's that's that. It's been a it's been a pretty decent season so far. So we'll see if I get more we'll into it or if I get more annoyed. We'll see how this progresses. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's it, y'all. That's I think that's all she wrote. It took us way longer to record this episode because we had like a billion <laughs> technical difficulties. Yeah, I feel like when we go to edit this episode. I will be cutting out an hour's worth of technical oh, well. difficulties, and this will be yeah. our episode. I know, right? I'm, that would be a miracle. Um, but yeah, we, hopefully we won't have these difficulties next time we record. But thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, um, if you made it this far, you're probably on our Patreon. So we love you. We thank you. We're, you know, I'm not even going to make any promises because we're still talking about all the promises that we want to make to y'all. Um, um, so yeah, that's that. We love you. And we hope that you like this episode. Hit us up on Patreon if you guys are interested in us, um, you know, communicating with you guys on there, or if you guys just want to continue listening to the podcast. Currently, we are focused on the podcast. Right. <laughs> we are doing what we can handle. We're really glad right. to be back with y'all. Um, feel free to let your friends know that we're back, to let your homies know that we're back. Mm-hmm. Like, comment, and fucking subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not because yes, we need please. more attention, but because it just helps the podcast go on. 
It does, yeah. Um, those kind of ratings and rankings are super important, and we know that we've been gone for a really long time, and we want to start building our engagement back up with you, and we know mm-hmm. that requires us building that trust back. So we love right. y'all. We're happy Love you. Back, and we, are. we will see y'all next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.